Well, welcome everybody to the Achieve My Wellness podcast. We are so grateful and so blessed that you are listening to us today. My name is Dr. Jared Oxendorf. And I'm Dr. Evan Eigen, and we are the doctors at Achieve Wellness here in Alexandria, Minnesota. And our goal is to change the way that people view and manage their health. And our greatest uh, accomplishment through this podcast is to reach as many people as we possibly can. We envision our communities as one of the healthiest communities in the world. And the way that we get there is by promoting and visualizing and producing into you and into your health five pillars of your health. These five essentials can include your mindset, the way that we exercise, the way that we eat and consume our food through nutrition, the physical attributes of our body and subluxation and the damage that the spine can actually cause in you. And ultimately, how do we discontinue to minimize toxins in a toxic world? If you can apply these five essentials to your daily life, it will empower you to have better health for you and your family for the rest of your life. Welcome to the Achieve My Wellness podcast. I'm Chris Valentine, your host from 100.7 Kick FM, joined in studio as always by Dr. Jared and Dr. Evan. So the holidays are in full force. Christmas is right around the corner. We're going to talk about staying and being healthy for the holidays today. Absolutely, Chris. You know, this time of year, it never fails that people just seem to put their health on the back burner and they get so caught up in the busyness of the holiday season and so uh, just throwing themselves into, you know, food, family, uh, holidays, presents. And yet, we see this time of year, which should be the most joyous time of year, become when people are the most sick. I mean, it never fails. Every family get together we have around Christmas time, there's always some kid who is sick, who's running a fever, who's not feeling well, and plans have to get changed and canceled or whatever. But this time of year is when we should really be focusing so much more on our health because of all the things that are around us. You know, with the stress of the holidays, the fa- whether it's family, financials, presents, making sure our kids get to uh, the activities and the Christmas plays and the sporting events. All of these things that happen around this time of year can cause a quote unquote snowball effect that really can be detrimental to our health. And so let's unpack some of these things today that really do rob us of our health this time of year. Yeah. One of the things that, you know, Dr. Evans talking about is, is people do like max out, right? They max out on everything. And I think that does cause a lot of stress in our lives. So whether it's maxing out on our food, maxing out our credit cards, maxing out just like just even family time, right? I mean, it's just, there's some times that we need just need to get away and just have some time to ourselves. So as we max out, we basically are starting to build more and more of that stress where the holidays can't necessarily be as enjoyable as we really want them to be. And so let's start with even just a maxing out on our food, right? So the best way to really start avoiding some of the things as far as eating the bad food that's causing a lot of the, the sugar and the inflammation that, we're, that we just unpacked at our, at our talk last week, um, one of the biggest things that we talked about was ultimately how do we get more salads and veggies into our bodies first? And so always prepping your body with like a, a salad or some type of veggies, you know, having great hors d'oeuvres out that are, you know, or, or appetizers out that are that are more on the vegetable base because then your body's going to fill up naturally versus being able to put in all the the uh, the processed uh, carbohydrates that you typically will see, right? So all the breads, the rices, the pastas, everything that comes out around the Christmas time that are absolutely wonderful to taste. But at the same time, if we can ultimately put some healthy vegetables and everything in first, we're going to have less of that processed food and less of the inflammation actually going into our bodies. And so we can actually cut down on a lot of the sugar. And so, and that brings us into our next topic, which is sugar. And so again, one of the things that we covered at our talk, at our inflammatory talk was 
the 56 hidden uh, words of sugar. And this is where we, we basically need to learn how to re read labels correctly and understand what we're looking for and unpackaging all of that sugar so that we can be healthy. You know, if you've been listening to our podcast over the past, you know, four weeks, six weeks, eight weeks, 10 weeks, you know that we talk a ton about sugar uh, in our podcasts. And the reason being is because sugar is one of the most deadly things that we consume uh, for our brain, for our bodies, for our joints, for our cells, for our tissues, our hormones. It's all wrapped in so much sugar we're actually taking in, in in our bodies. And so the more that we take in of this of this thing that we call sugar or the artificial sweeteners and sugars that we see in our diets, unfortunately, the more disease we're causing inside of our bodies. And so this is one of the biggest things where I think that people can be more joyous in the holidays is just by not maxing out on the bad foods, making sure that we're really minimizing the sugar content uh, and being aware of where we're putting that sugar in, whether it's into ourselves or especially our children, because you know how your children are going to react when you put a bunch of sugar in them. I know how mine are. They're just bouncing off the walls because they just, they don't get it necessarily all the time. And so we want to make sure that we're ultimately, how do we control those things so we're not decreasing our immune system and causing all sorts of other issues within our body, Chris. Plus sugar is highly addictive as well. And oh, it's a huge you, neurotoxin. Once you start eating foods with it, you know, you crave those. And they, it's like, they, how do you get out of that uh, that trend? Yeah, they say that you know, sugar is actually 10 to even 20 times more addictive uh, to our bodies than cocaine. And so you think about um, a lot of people don't think of sugar as a drug, like a, as a class, like, you know, four or five drug, like cocaine or something like that. Right. Yeah. But literally it really is. And so people get become highly addicted to this. And unfortunately, when you come off of sugar, you'll realize that. So when we take people through like a sugar detox in our office, they literally go through withdrawal symptoms. I mean, they'll get sweats, they'll have fevers, they'll have body aches, they'll have night. They can't sleep well because their body's going through that adjustment. Just like if you're pulling alcohol or cigarettes or even some other you know, drug out of somebody's body. They literally go through those addictive processes. And sugar elicits and excites the same neuroreceptors in your brain that cocaine does. There's been research studies shown that the reason that it is so addictive is because it, it, it triggers those same areas in the brain. And so, you know, we really have to make sure that we are making a conscious effort to not put in so much sugar. And one, one tip and trick that I would really like to tell people to is make a conscious effort to not hang out in the same room that all the food is. I found this at our last Thanksgiving meal that, you know, the more the family hangs out in like the kitchen living room area that's connected where the food is just always out on the spread. People are always going up and snacking and just grabbing something. But the more we can make a conscious effort to transition, let's hang out in a different room. Let's go. Let's go downstairs or upstairs or outside or go out and do something different so that you're not constantly around all of those sweets and treats that are just sitting out there and look so good, but yet you realize the more that you're around it, the more you're just going to put it into your body. Make a conscious effort to either if, if there's not another room that you can go hang out with, put the food away. Like there's a time for eating. There's a time for having a meal and, uh, you know, socializing with people. But then when that's done, put the food away so that you're not constantly browsing and constantly putting more sugar in your body that your body doesn't need because you're not that hungry. You're just always looking for something that's available, even when your body's not actually hungry. Can we take a moment here and call my mom? Because I was just down there over the weekend, and that's exactly <laughs> the way it was. Always bringing something out. There's something on the table, regardless of what you're doing, playing games or cards, whatever it is. You know, it's something you don't really think about. But, it's and, always happening. And, always and yet, happening. and that is a major contributor to why people overeat and max out at this time of year is because there's constantly food out there, which is a blessing. Let's, 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 not lie to ourselves is we are very fortunate to live in this culture where we 
have those opportunities because there's many people all over the world that don't have a spread like what we usually get in this country. And we, we need to not be able to take that for granted, but at the same time, understand that it is damaging to our body when we're constantly browsing and just, you know, oh, one more won't hurt or one more little treat here. Nobody will know. It, will, it won't matter too much. But yet that can accumulate into an inflammatory process in your body. Yeah, one of the things too, I think that when somebody's grazing all the time or hungry all the time, they're dehydrated too. And so making sure you're drinking plenty of water, you know, during this time of, of fellowship as well is, is super important. So uh, we always tell people in our office and our patients and our family members to be about drinking about 50% of your body weight in ounces a day. So if you weigh 100 pounds, you drink 50 ounces. If you weigh 200 pounds, you drink 100 ounces. Those are just simple, easy steps that you can be starting to put into your body to not only curb inflammation, but water is awesome for, you know, your neurological response in your body. It curbs weight gain. It helps with hypertension and diabetes and just overall muscle aches and soreness, the more hydration we can get into our bodies, ultimately the better our bodies will feel. And, you know, it also, you know, when we, when we get away from, you know, some of the the foods or the water, you know, putting these things in to decrease the inflammation. Well, inflammation is, is, you know, three different types of stressors that we talk about in our office. And so inflammation is the root cause of either our mental stress, our chemical stress, or our physical stress. Well, when we're around food and we're gaining weight, well, of course, that's a mental stress, right? And one of the biggest things that we're seeing increase during this time of the holidays is ultimately mental stress, right? I mean, we, we talk about whether it's just getting together with our family and, and the type of stress that that caused just whether we get along with our family or not, it's just the preparation and cleaning the house and getting the food ready and doing these things. That's mental stress on our body. And then we talk about, you know, unfortunately, families that have division and separation or there's a lot of anguish or anger uh, within those families. And I think about the mental stress that that's causing. And then we think about, obviously, the loved ones that possibly we've lost maybe this year and years past, you know, the mental stress that that brings. They, t they say that, Unfortunately, over the past, you know, 20 years, you know, antidepressants and anxiety medications have grown about 400% in our country. And one of the biggest things that we've seen, I think, you know, since even COVID is we're starting to see, unfortunately, a lot of this happening in our younger children. And so our younger kids are under so much stress these days that unfortunately, and, and, un, and not uh, basically turning into it or learning how to deal with it. It's just like, oh, here's a simple solution. Let's just get you one of these medications. And then ultimately, let's build on this and build on this and build on this. And it's just medication after medication after medication through their life. And what happens is we don't learn how to deal with the root cause. We don't have, we don't learn how to have those critical conversations. And, and some of those conversations are tough, right? I mean, there's tears, there's, there's levels of deepness as far as, you know, mental stress in people. But at the same time, the more we harbor that, the more we keep it in, unfortunately, the more it continues to build like a time bomb inside of us as well. And so having those critical conversations, whether it's with family members, loved ones, or even with counselors and people or your pastors, those are all things that we can do so that we can start curbing this antidepressant uh, type of anxiety type of uh, almost like culture that we're building in our young kids. And so this is one of the biggest uh, fears that Dr. Evan and I have, I think in our practice is ultimately the young children and their minds that when they come into the office, what is their mental stability? What's their mental state? And ultimately, are they going to be able to be a contributor to society when they when they grow up? Or are they or is something else going to be, you know, inhibiting them from reaching the purpose that God's actually put inside of them to reach because they're so drugged up and they just don't even know what their purpose is and they're just going through life just numbed up. And so we really have to be be aware of, you know, how to take a breather, how to de-stress, how do we get away from the media, Facebook, uh, Twitter, Snapchat, all these things that can potentially cause stress in people 
we have to learn how to just back up so our brains can literally almost like detox, right, from some of the stress that we've been under over the course of the last four or five years. And so this is one of the biggest things that I think that really needs to be, you know, addressed during this time of year is that mental stress that people get under. Absolutely. It needs to be addressed and we need to be able to make it okay to talk about it. We need to make it okay to not be okay and to be able to have people express what they're struggling with. And because, you know, everyone says, well, you should be happy this time of year. Well, unfortunately, this time of year is not a happy time for exactly like what Dr. Jared was saying, people who have lost a loved one or people who have anguish or separation in their family. So let's make it okay to have conversations that aren't always pleasant, but need to be able to happen to, to let people know that, hey, I'm, I'm struggling in this certain area. And to be able to, whether it's lay down your pride or and be, you know, ha- have a humble heart where, you know what, I'm really struggling. And it's okay to tell that to somebody. And it's also okay to say no. This is a big one for mm-hmm. a lot of people out there. You need to learn to be able to say no, especially this time of year when there's so many things going on, whether it's the Christmas program at church or school volunteering or your job and deadlines and year end, all this crazy stuff that's going on that creates so much busyness in our life. And it affects our kids, whether, you know, it's all these sporting events, um, all of the extracurricular activities, all the school. Uh, We need to be able to be okay with saying no and taking on less in our lives and focus back in on what are our priorities? What is the most important things in our life? Because when we talk about, yes, the most important things in our life should be family and faith this time of year, but yet we get pulled in so many different directions. And so make it okay to say no, to uh, really focus and have solid, clear yellow lines uh, between what is the most important priorities in your life at this time. So make it okay to talk about your feelings and talk about that it's not that you're not feeling okay and make it okay to say no during this time of the season as well. Those are the two biggest things that I think could really uh, decrease a lot of the mental stresses that people are under this time of year. And then if there's any a time of year to get away from social media and not constantly be looking at other people's highlights and comparing them to your lowlights, hmm. it's this time of year. Take a break from social media and stop comparing your life to everybody else's around you because it's just going to create more depression and more sadness in your life when you're comparing your low your low lights to everyone else's highlights. And so we need to stop that comparison as well. I think that's the big thing is I know a lot of people like two right offhand right now. They just, well, I always want to please. I'm a people pleaser. They can't say no right. ever. And it's like, you know, I'm under the impression where it's a little bit different. Like it's healthy to say no to things. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. It doesn't it mean you have to do it disrespectfully, but there doesn't mean you don't love them. Right. Right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, you still love them, still care about them. But yeah, there is that healthy, there's that healthy boundary that Dr. Evan was just definitely talking about. And I think that, you know, as we continue to continue to plan ahead, have a schedule, have a calendar, and then, you know, just really scheduling your stuff out will help you see how busy you really are. Mm-hmm. And ultimately it makes things a little bit easier to say no when you see that you do have your, you know, your kids practices, or you do have this going on at church, or you have this going on or whatever it may be. And so if somebody in, is inviting you over for cards or you're trying to get pulled this way for a different event or whatever, you know, you look at your schedule and be like, unfortunately, you know, we just got so much going on. I'd love to, but, you know, I have to decline this time. You know, maybe next time we can help out. So being respectful, you know, being able to say no, I think is, is a huge, huge thing. And then, you know, uh, and then being able to accept somebody's no and not judge them for it uh, is the next step in that as well. And so we all have different varying opinions and we all def- have different uh, things uh, of what we put on the top of our ladder. 
as far as the things that we value in our life. So just because somebody does say no, doesn't mean that they don't love you or care about you. It's just, this just might not be on their, their high, high um, on the top of their list at that, at that time in their life. And so, you know, when we start planning ahead and we start looking at things, this is where budgeting really comes into, into mind and my, in my brain set in, in my mindset too, is that, you know, I think a lot of times, you know, people during this time of the year, it's it, you, we get under so much stress because yes, we are comparing or whatever it is to this person got this or this person got that or whatever. And we think that we have to spend more Chris. And so having a budget, you know, for your family and being comfortable with that budget, uh, you know, I think Chelsea talked about like one time uh, at one of our podcasts, she actually talked about, you know, having a, a gift exchange, right? And we have only so much money that we spend. So it really limits, you know, what we do. And it, it takes the stress off a lot of people around just that money issue. Because a lot of people, unfortunately, uh, when we talk about money, it's almost like people get stressed out, right? Just bringing the word money well, up. They try to compete. Like, yeah. oh, that, you know, I know they do a lot better than I do. They have more disposable income. You know, how, how can I compete with that? Like you don't, you shouldn't have to compete. We shouldn't have to compete. We should just be comfortable with where we're at in life, um, and be grateful for what God has given you and provided you you with. And so there's it definitely could be uh, a lot worse than where we're at in in life. Like you know, Evan was talking about earlier. He's like, you know, we are in a blessed United States of America, and we have a lot to be thankful for. Um, we have a lot of abundance in our in our world, and um, you know, unfortunately, sometimes we we do complain a lot about things that we don't have versus being blessed and grateful for the things that we, that we do have. And so, you know, um, I think the next thing really is being grateful for, and we look into is ultimately putting the stress on our health. And so one of the biggest things that we talk about in our office too, to decrease that stress is ultimately how do we start curbing some of these anti, you know, depressants and anxiety. Well, a lot of times during this time of the year, we, we get into a house, Chris, and we just sit down, we play games, we watch TV, we talk around, uh, or we talk around a, a table or whatever it is. And we forget to exercise. We forget to move. Our bodies are designed to move. And this is one of the biggest things I think that people can actually uh, start doing in their life to de-stress and pull some of those stressors out is just by getting up and moving and exercising a little bit. Find an activity that your family can do together. My family loves to play pickleball. And so we, this is what we did over our Thanksgiving is we set a time. We all went together and we played pickleball and the kids ran around the court. The adults played, you know, find something activity wise that your family can do together that gets your body moving. That is some sort of physical activity. Yes, going for a walk is great, but sometimes, especially here in Minnesota, it's a little chilly outside. So find an activity that you can do inside, you know, go to the, go to the gym, go play pickleball, go play basketball, go do something that moves your body. And if you don't want to go anywhere, just do something at home. Do a max T3 exercise where the whole family gets together and do a few squats, do a few push-ups, do a few uh, running in place or jumping jacks. Just get the body moving a little bit and get up off the couch, shut the TV off and get the body moving. Get your heart rate up and it will definitely help you be healthier over the holidays. When we start exercising, it literally increases the oxygenation in your body. It helps your immune system. It enhances uh, your energy. And so we don't feel so just sluggish and run down. And so those are just some of the benefits of exercise that are so important. And then ultimately, if you do get sick, well, this is the time where I think we've seen so much. I, I don't know, in the 15 years of practice, I don't know if I've seen so much um, like RSV and influenza and that type of stuff around us right now. And there's a lot of people getting sick. But at the same time, we also have to understand um, that being sick is not necessarily being sick. OK, 
Okay. So here's what I mean by that is that sometimes we look at being sick as, as a bad thing, right? Uh, some of the symptoms, whether we're, we're achy or whether we have a fever or whether we have diarrhea or we're vomiting or whatever it is. A lot of times people look at that as a negative thing and we want to suppress those symptoms. And so coming into flu season, um, coming into cold season, coming into that time of the year where people are typically not feeling themselves or just maybe not up to par, what I want to encourage people to do during this time of the year is really just honor those symptoms. Okay. Honor those symptoms. God has actually given you symptoms and giving you those inflammatory processes in your body to actually start killing off viruses and bacteria. And so those are just great things that we can be looking at in order to, you know, to, to basically honor them versus suppress them. And so I'm not telling, I'm not saying that we can't, we get, we don't get to a point where they become potentially dangerous or whatever it may be. But at the same time, you know, we see parents even in our office, they, they seem to jump to the Tylenol, the Advil, you know, the ibuprofen, we're, we're jumping to these things so quickly where the body is just actually starting to do what it's supposed to do, what God has designed it to do, which is actually induce some of those symptoms or some of those reactions within our bodies to actually just keep you well, Chris, and keep you keep you alive. And so really honoring those symptoms, like your sniffles, your sneezes, your fevers, those are all important things that our body needs. So I can only guess that vitamins and supplements and nutrients are probably next to the list, right? Yeah, absolutely. You know, we, we are a big proponent in our office of you should be able to get the most nutrients from the foods that you eat, which is why it's so important to make sure that you're getting those quality vegetables and quality fruits and good sources of food uh, in your body. But at the same time, you know what? We need to help supplement because the foods that we're eating today do not have the same amount of nutrients as they did decades ago. And so some of the best supplements that you should really be focusing on this time of year, especially to help keep your immune system boosted, we call it our immune uh, boosting bundle, is vitamin C, vitamin D, zinc, and NAC. These are some of the most crucial vitamins that you should be taking on a regular basis right now in order to help keep your immune system boosted and strong to fight off any of those viruses or bacteria that we're constantly being exposed to on a regular basis. And so, uh, again, that's vitamin C, vitamin D, zinc and NAC, which is also called N-acetylcysteine. Yeah. And I think that if, if somebody out there is listening and going, whoa, whoa, how much do I take? Well, make sure that you call your provider, you know, whether it's our office so we can have a conversation over the phone as far as, you know, the dosages that you're going to be taking. If you are seeing another, you know, maximize living doctor out there somewhere as chiropractor across the United States or even the world, make sure that you ask them as far as the dosage that you or your children should be taking, because there are different dosages that we can be taking, should be taking at different stages within that um, if we do start getting sick. So what do we take in the beginning to make sure that we're, we're building our immune system? What do we take if we do get around people that may be being sick? And then ultimately, what do we do if we are sick or expressing symptoms? And so the, we look at it as three different stages that somebody can be doing uh, for themselves or their family. So just make sure that you're, you are checking with your provider to making sure that you are taking the proper dosages at the right time so that your body can actually have the best um, ability to fight and overcome whatever's trying to to trying to attack it. And so those are just definitely things that we talk about. And the last thing that we talk about a lot in our office is the word called subluxation. Mm -hmm. And this is where basically where the body's having this, this inflammation, this body's having, the body's having something that's interfering with its normal and natural response. And so subluxation, meaning less than light in your body. So if you think about God's divine light that runs through you and how it is supposed to be expressed to give you life, to give you function, to do, drive you in your purpose. Those are all things that chiropractic is based 
based on is how do we continue to elicit that light that has been put inside of you for that that purpose that's inside of you, Chris. And ultimately, when we have subluxation in our body, it's literally causing pressure within our nervous system and damage on the nervous system that's not allowing your body to express full life potential. And so it can lead to many different symptoms in our body when we have these subluxations. And it can lead to many different problems, you know, throughout your child's body as well. And so whether it's pain and and muscle spasms and numbness and tingling that most people feel, maybe even headaches or upset stomach, those are some of the common things that people actually uh, start to see as far as the symptom and the symptomatologies that start to develop. But on a deeper note, we can also see that subluxation can actually lead to disease processes, digestive system issues, asthma problems. Um, it could lead to blood sugar issues. Uh, just the way that the body communicates, even the way that your body expresses hormones and enzymes inside of you, that can all be done because of the amount of damage or stress that's happening on your on your nervous system. And so one of the biggest things that we talk about this time of year is making sure that you get your loved ones checked for subluxation. Absolutely. You know, so many people think that chiropractic is all about pain. It's all about headaches. It's all about back pain. It's all about neck pain, you know, and, and they don't go get adjusted unless they're really, really in pain. But unfortunately, that is the complete backwards way of looking at chiropractic. We use chiropractic as a way of keeping your body functioning at its highest potential possible. In order for your body to function the way that God designed it to, which is your immune system constantly fighting off virus or bacteria, even cancer growing in your body. Your body needs to have proper alignment so that your brain can communicate to every single cell in your body, just like what Dr. Jared was talking about. So this time of year, more than any, when you're under the most amount of stress, when you're under the most amount of uh, bombardment of sugar being available, when you have all these other things that are going on, now is the best time to make sure that you get your body adjusted so that it can continue to function the way that you want it to. And so get a, getting adjusted right now is the most important thing you can do to keep your body at its maximum potential uh, to stay healthy through the holidays. One of the things that we see actually when people get adjusted is their immune system actually greatly decreases or increases as well. And they say that, you know, somebody that gets, gets getting adjusted compared to like somebody with immune compromised. So it's just somebody getting adjusted. Their, their immune system is literally anywhere from 200 to 300% higher than somebody that's an immune compromised. And so just getting adjusted literally can change the outlook and the expression of how your body's dealing with viruses and bacteria and ultimately orchestrating almost every single function inside your body, Chris. And so, you, got, you guys make it easy too. Absolutely. And so many people in our office, because uh, we really try to focus on staying just away from the symptoms as a reason to get adjusted, we really focus on optimal function. And so when people come into our office, it's kind of interesting because a new patient in our office will go around and be like, ask people, how long you've been coming here? And people will say anywhere from like, you know, five, six months to I've been here for five years, you know, and they get funny looks because, well, well why are you here? Why are you still here? Uh -huh. And because I'm feeling great and I want to stay that way. You know, the best reason to get adjusted is when you're feeling good and you want to stay that way. Because getting adjusted will help your body continue to heal and to function and not just waiting for a problem to happen before you get adjusted. It's all about being proactive to maintain your health, especially through the holiday season. It's much, it's much easier to keep a person well than get a sick person well, Chris. Right. And so the more that we're proactive in our health and actually you know, take health as one of our greatest assets that we have and we put it on a high pedestal and we're working towards our health on a daily basis, you're going to maintain that health well into your 80s, your 90s, or even 100 someday if you're blessed with that type of time.
So if you're listening right now and this sounds good to you, you want more information, uh, you guys are easy to get a hold of. Absolutely. You can call our office at any time, 320-762-2055. You can find us on our website at Achieve Wellness. Uh, AchieveWellness.com, and you can uh, find us on our Facebook as well. And we're on multiple different social media platforms. Um, so at Achieve Wellness. Yeah, I'd like to just encourage people to share our podcast with people. Continue to you know stimulate health and love and light into the world. Uh, share with your friends and your family. Ultimately, um, Merry Christmas, everybody. You know, Sorry. enjoy the time, enjoy the holidays together as your family. Uh, we appreciate you listening to us. Um, and we just look forward to watching amazing things continue to grow into 2023. Great information on staying healthy for the holidays with Dr. Jared and Dr. Evan. This has been the Achieve My Wellness Podcast. Gentlemen, have a great new year. Merry you too. Christmas, Merry Christmas, Chris. Christmas, Chris.